0: Guten Tag, wie geht's mein Freund von dir? Hello, that was me trying to get some energy going My name is Marquez. this is the Random Podcast Welcome back to the Gibber and Delight The rambles of a delightful Irishman in a delightful place called LA I'm Trying to get some energy, it's almost two and for some reason I'm crashing already I've been trying to do these early mornings all week Well since Wednesday or Tuesday whenever day it was but I'm struggling, struggling I was enjoying it too Because I could be smug all day The first day I was just telling strangers on the street I've been up since 7 As if though I deserved a medal Which I thought I did Then 7 became 8 8 became 9 9 became 10 And now I'm crashing Still crashing I thought I was going to have abundance of energy, but let's pretend I do. I think I'm tired. I was DJing last night. It's another job I do here in LA. DJ on the QT. It's cushy, and it pays some extra money. Because LA is expensive. Uh, I was downtown at a place called Standard Hotel. It's pretty nice, pretty cushy. Play what you want. Happy days. Uh, But yeah, that's what I was doing Maybe that's why I'm tired DJ is mentally tiring Thinking about the songs But also dealing with the clowns That come up and ask you for stupid requests Can you play the song you just played already? I was in the bathroom, I didn't hear it Go away from me You clown Hey, my friend is the number one DJ in... Northern Israel, can he play a few songs? Go away! I only let Southern Israel DJs play. That's actually something said to me there not so long ago. Clowns, clowns all around. DJ's cushy too. Handy. Remember when I first came here? Uh, I was clueless. Came to LA. I had some savings, I actually had a big chunk of money, because before I came here, I randomly worked as a German gun translator for the Irish Navy, as you do, many of us out there that have done that job, pretty cushy, Uh, I'd studied German in school and college for years, I had a degree in commerce in German. If a Master's knee business on paper, technically, smart in reality, doing a podcast in l a uh, but yeah, I ended up becoming a German gun translator. I remember like when I was in college, I was a nightclub promoter, going on to classic, classic and reds. That was the cushiest money ever. Just get good looking women to go around handing out flyers Promote some student nights The place would get packed I would get a big chunk of the door Paid in cash Thousands of dollars Pounds, euros, whatever it was It was ridiculous Well that was the good days, the thousands I remember getting like Two grand I think at one time In all in cash Barely walk My pants were so full Full of money I'm pretty sure my mum for a while Thought I was a drug dealer Because I was making so much money But I didn't want to tell people How much money I was making I don't know why Do you know what I mean? if you ask people How much you making They get very upset You can't ask me that That's a very personal question You can ask me anything else You can ask me my sexual preferences But don't ask me how much money I'm making uh, So yeah I didn't tell people How much money I was making then I used to buy lots of stuff. Well, mostly t shirts, t shirt fetish. It's mostly about buying the t shirt. Once it came, I never wore it. It was all about the chase, the high, the glory. Similar to women, really. Women and t shirts. That was my old way. Now I'm a nice guy with only three t shirts. Uh, what was he gibbering about? Oh, yeah. But then after college ended, I was like, oh, what am I going to do with my life? My aunt. R- and good old Aunt Jean ran, rang me up one day and she's like, Uh, murky Boy, I think of I a job for you. What is it, Jean? Don't forget I wanna be a highly successful T V movie star, make millions of dollars, live in the hills of Hollywood. Is your job part of this life goal of mine? And she said, No, it's a German gun translator. The Irish Navy needs someone. Are you in? And I said, Pff. I spat in Jean's face down the phone. Of course I'm not in, I don't do that boring stuff. And she mentioned it could be good money, at least talk to the guy. So I went over to Jean's house, met her friend who was, works for the Irish Navy, and he was like, look, we bought a load of, we bought six guns off the German Navy. Big guns, like ones you sit into, uh, but they are so old. That all the manuals are in German. They're not in English and they're not like on a computer. They're big folders, binders. We need some to translate it. And it's a government contract, so you'd be making maybe this amount. And I was like, Excuse me, how much? And they was like, Yeah, that's how much we, we're paying. So I was like, oh, Yeah, I'm actually interested. Let's My new dream is to become a German guns translator. So he then said, look, put in a tender. Let's see if you get it. So I put in a bid. And then I thought I was going to get the bid. So I went to London to celebrate. I think I went with my dad, my sister to go watch a Champions League soccer game. My buddy Rob Heffernan came along as well. Myself and Rob went out after to celebrate. My new big contract with the Irish Navy for my newly formed German gun translation company. I was now working for the Navy, but the next morning they rang me just to confirm my bid 'cause they had to get bids from other people. And I was just gonna lowball those other bids. I did some like snooping, trying to find out how much other companies would charge for it so I charged like half of that which is still a chunk but they phoned me in and then Rob was like here man you better make sure you get it maybe take some money off your bid so I took thousands off my bid like a clown, they were like are you sure and I'm like yeah but anyway I got it That was a fun job, fun times I think I translated one of the manuals they were so long, so tedious too I could speak German but this was technical this is like springs and screws and pipes and all this jibber I've never read before so it was taking me ages to do it I was like this is not fun, this feels like a proper job how do I get out of this so then I found people online, I found a university teacher actually who spoke German I was like I'm just going to Get other people to do it for me and pay them. Found this one old woman. Uh, she said she'd do it. Oh, I was so stupid, but she'd only do it by hand. So I had to type up everything. So like, yeah, that's grand. That was tedious. She'd write out pages. Oh, it was just the worst. But anyway, I found these other people online. A couple of people in India. One guy in California... They were so cheap So cheap uh, So then I had time to do what I want Now I delegated like a smart person That's when I started writing sitcoms Thinking, ah, oh, this is what I'm gonna do This is what I gotta do Had some meetings with RTE The main station in Dublin I can't really remember how I blagged those meetings I think it was friends of my m- Yeah, it was a of one actually is. My mum's friend was going out with a guy who worked in RTE. And that's how I got my meetings. After they read the script I sent them. But then I went up and they were like, who are you? What's your background? And I was like, oh, I'm German gun translator. And they were like, get out. How did you get up here? Who wrote these scripts? And that's when I went to LA with all the money in the world. And then because I'm a clown, I spent it all on good times. And I was quickly running out of my money, so I had to get a job when I came to L.A. But I didn't have a visa for a working job, so I had to get a crafty job. And the next obvious step in my path career was to become a ShamWow salesman. If you do not know what a ShamWow salesman, you are missing out on quality comedy gold. There's a video online, you should Google it. Just ShamWow salesman. It's like a... It's basically a dishcloth. And they do infomercial ads. And it's so stupid. But your man made millions off it. The guy, the main dude who was trying to sell it. But the weird thing is, so... My roommate at the time, our boyfriend... Was like a ShamWow salesman. So he used to go to fairs and carnivals and festivals... And sell this and make considerable amount of money, he was telling me. And I was running out of money from my considerable batch that I had. But I was like, ah, I can't go selling dishcloths. My ego will not let me. I have a master's degree, I'm too smart for this. Plus, I'm going to become a star within three months of moving here. But my money kept dwindling, dwindling. So eventually I was like, look, I'll do anything. Anything but porn. It's porn or shamwow. I went with shamwow. I was told I'm gonna make at least five hundred dollars. Shamwow sells themselves because they are unbelievable. They actually are unreal. They're basically a dishcloth, and what was the? If you have a stain or you spill something, they just soak it up. You spill the bottle of wine on your carpet, get a shamwow. Step one: don't scrub the stain. Place the shamwau over the stain. Step two you just wait. Give it ten to thirty seconds. Step three firmly press down on the stain. Make sure you're pressing firm. The patented German technology of the dishcloth Shamwao will soak it all up. Step four roll up the shamwau and wow look at that. No stain. And look, it doesn't drip out of the Sham Wow. And now I'm going to wring the Sham Wow into a basin. And look at that. Look at all. And you can use it again. That was the pitch. Something like that. As you can tell, I wasn't the greatest salesman. Most of these people couldn't understand me. We went along to this fun fair. And in three days, after being told I'd make at least $500 a day, I made minus $45 because I had to buy lunch every day. We did not sell one. He couldn't believe it. The guy that hired me, he was like, they sell themselves. This is incredible how they've not sold. I'm like, oh, well, that's convenient. I just wasted three days at this blistering heat festival somewhere upstate California or upstate Los Angeles, I don't know. Didn't sell any shambles, but I was desperate at this point, so I said I'd go again. Went down to a festival, Venice Beach. It was like a carnival. They had, like, rides, and then it's just the worst stalls ever. The stall next to us was, like, selling suits. Like, who would buy a suit at a fun fair? Two suits for $50, and maybe a free pair of shoes, too. They must have been stolen. Anyway, Friday, Saturday, did not sell a ShamWow. Sunday, finally sold a ShamWow. I was shouting at people. I had a headset. I was getting abused from some young fellas telling me to go home. I was trying to mock them back, but they couldn't understand my accent. This guy came up, and he was like, oh, are you German? I was like, no, I'm not. He was like a big blocky dude, muscular, tattoos all over. His girlfriend was next door buying him two suits for $50 he was a classy man like myself he uh, he was disappointed I wasn't German but I said not to worry I speak German and look at this little ShamWow thing here it's made from finest German technology and the minute I said all this German stuff he was like Oh yeah, you speak it? Yeah, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I used to live there too Going to college, played soccer there Speaking German, jibbing her away He was like, yeah, I loved their ideologies And big fan of Germans and, and I was like, oh yeah, I love the Germans Yeah, well, which I don't think is a good saying But I was trying to get hyped up And uh, he said he'd buy a couple of Shamwows for me If they were German he would do it, and he kept going on about Germany, and I kept going, Yeah, they're German, German's unreal. Germany this, Germany that. Next to me, he said, Do you want to see my tattoos? I think you'll like them. And I was just after sealing my first deal, so I said, Of course. Of course I want to see your tattoos. He took off his top, and there in his back and his shoulder, he had a swastika and an Adolf Hitler tattoo. So I think he was like a neo-Nazi or something. So that was grand. Nicely done. I was bringing up myself in Germany and all the German aspects to a neo-Nazi. I'm pretty sure, because we were down in Venice, I think that's where like American History X is based. I might be wrong. But it all made perfect sense afterwards. He turned around to see my reaction. I was kind of lost for words going... I think it's time we got to close up here. right, sir? His girlfriend came over and said, I bought you the suits. Come try them on. He waved goodbye. Gave me some juice. Some German goodbye. But I took that dirty money and I bought myself some food. My one sale from ShamWow. I'm a classy, classy man. Happy days. So yeah, I went from the highs of... A the Irish Navy, to the laws of interactions with neo-Nazis in Venice Beach. Good times, good times, but you do what you must to survive when you come to L.A. After that, I was actually going, what am I going to do for money? What will I do? I couldn't think of anything. Well, I was thinking a lot of stuff, I was trying everything, but then I was at the gym one day, a gym in West Hollywood. This is how I became a DJ, randomly. Uh, I was at the gym and I forgot my headphones and the game manager dude who loved me, he was giving me free gym all the time. James with a J as in J-A-Y. He came up and he was chatting to me and he was like, when are we going to go drinking? I like to keep kind of like letting him flirt with me because he was giving me free gym. So I was like, oh, James, yeah, this weekend, let's go, I promise. Well, I didn't have my headphones, and I noticed the music was horrendous. And he was like, I said to him, here, James, the music is brutal. Is this is what you always play. Because usually I listen to my own music. And he was like, yeah, I don't like it. Do you spin? And I was like, spin? I didn't even know the terminology. And I was like, spin class? And he was like, no, you silly DJ. And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, do you want to come spin here? I was like, yeah, definitely. And he was like, well, show me your mixes. Bring me a mix so I can hear what kind of music it is. So I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll bring it up tomorrow. Went home that night and bought some DJ software and taught myself how to DJ. Kind of bluffed it. Went back up with five songs on a CD. They were remixes of songs. So I was like, I'm just going to play these for him, and he'll think that I've mixed them. So we did that, I brought CD back up to James, he was like, come let's listen to it in the spinning class, and that's when James sat on a bike at the top of a class in Crunch Jim. and I sat on another bike facing him, and James started powering, he was almost having an orgasm to the music, he was trying to, I don't know, it was an odd odd interview but anyway I got the job DJing at the gay gym in West Hollywood and one thing led to another people were coming up as I was I remember the first DJ gig set I had I didn't have enough uh, ports in my computer for like a mixer and my headphones and to connect to their system so I just put my headphone In under the computer. Making it look like it was plugged in. Some prime bluffing. Great bluffing. From there. I got many many gigs. Actually DJ in Vegas as well. That's stupid. Vegas money is ridiculous. About ten times the amount. That you make here. In LA. They fly you out. Got two suites. Two big suites. This is in Marquee as well. The main spot. Cosmopolitan Hotel. It's unreal. If you like. $500 a day for food. Just endless drink. It's crazy. I messed that up. I insulted the booker by mistake. Apologies. I thought he was a she. I called her a she. I called him a she by accident. In fairness, I've never heard a man with the name. I don't want to say the name here. And the odd chance he's listening, he's like, that's me, I'm never booking him again. But yeah, I called him or her by accident. Uh, That's one weird thing about America. People have all these names that you think, oh, like I met a girl the other day called Ian. I met a girl before called John. (laughs) Like, whose name is John? That's a girl. And Ian, how is Ian a girl's name? That's probably a fun thing to do. So yeah, I thought the equivalent, I thought something like Mary, oh Mary must be a girl's name, no no, it was a boy, I do, the man, an angry man who told me, oh we really liked what you played, but uh, I'm actually a he, I'm not a girl, and we're kind of booked out for the time being, but let's check back again soon, indeed, indeed. Tug it myself into a hole there. Now I'm gibbering like a deer clown. But anyway, that's why I'm tired. DJing last night. DJing last night led to this gibbering delight. Right. Great talk, people. Great chat. Shamwells DJing. Insulting people. Requests. And the Irish Navy. Fun times, great jobs, although I think, I'm trying to think, I have some weird jobs. I worked in this carnival before in Ocean City, randomly enough, and my job was making wax hands for people at the carnival, the fun fair, whatever they're called, down on the pier. People would come in, mostly couples, and I would make wax hands, they basically dip their hands in hot wax and then into cold wax, and then back into hot wax, and I would to take the wax off their hands, and bend it, and turn it into stuff like peace signs, or lovers holding hands, or middle finger, or all this crap, and then you colour it, by dipping it into all this wax, basically like an artist, I was like a wax hand artist, it's tough enough, although was kind of easy too, once you get to know what to do, but yeah, that was one weird job, a wax hands artist at a, Fun fair in Ocean City on the pier. Fun times, people. Fun times in the life of me. Alright, great chat. Thank you. Going for a nap. If you want to hear more of my gibber, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Trickadoo, T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. My website's Marques.tv. I've got some shorts and some longs and some articles. Have an article in the Examiner tomorrow, I do believe. Irish Examiner, check it out. And, yeah, oh, apparently it's good if you rate this podcast, five stars on iTunes. So if we could all do that, I'd be very happy. You're all great. Thank you, ponies. Ciao, ciao. Good duck. Have a good weekend. Go get drunk and have fun. Good duckie do.